there's so much confusion going on. Hey, you might notice. You might just notice that camera looks a little different. It might sound a little the same. Uh, my camera, the wire, I had a wire that goes into my camera and it no longer works. It broke. I can show you, in fact. Watch this. Uh, folks at home, if you're viewing this, look at my webcam. Look, this is a thing that goes into my. Uh, here, hold on. Guys, guys, calm down. It's a. Uh, we're all we're really excited here. Uh, look at this. I've got this thing here, and it broke. It broke into two pieces. It's broken. It's broken. Hey guys. <clears throat> so I saw the movie. I saw the movie. Everything, everywhere, all for about. It was about thirty minutes. Thirty minutes too long. <laughs> today music is not responding we'll get out of here then hi this is the aristotle full throttle just joining us for the first time congratulations to the uninitiated hey, check it out we talk about stuff we talk going to talk about movies today we talk about what's going on in the world what's going on in life elon musk he's gonna buy twitter for real for real this time uh it says twitter accepts elon musk's bid to buy the company what do you think about that? Do you think it's going to be an improvement, a bad thing, a good thing? Do you think uh, Dogecoin is going to be a thing again? you think he's going to accept Dogecoin as payment? Because I hope he does because, you know, I'm Dogecoining it. Uh, <clears throat> so, guys, sadly, uh, uh, so a family member just received some news that they, they have to go into surgery. And it's going to, you know, it's a, it's a uh, very important surgery that they have to go undergo. And so I'm going to be leaving town. <laughs> I'm going to be leaving town. For oh, about a week, maybe more. Um, so, you know, I'll still do the show. We'll still do the show from wherever I am. But I just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. I'll, I think I will be able to. Let me just look. Uh, as long as I have this plug, as long as I get another one of these, dead. There's no thing. Well, let me say that Elon Musk buying Twitter is the greatest news since, you know, my grandmother used to say, it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Because <laughs> apparently they didn't have sliced bread <laughs> when, she was a, when she was young. And also, apparently sliced bread was really exciting because I guess you could make toast for the first time. I don't know, since before that, I guess you just gnawed on a loaf of bread. You just wrapped your mouth around a, a baguette, I suppose. Sounds delightful. I mean, in New York, when I, I was on to come up when I was a kid, New York, there's, it's very French-inspired, very European-inspired city, New York City. Well, L.A. has got a lot of Central American and uh, South American and also Asian influence. New York, very European, very European. Uh, that's, that's the, one of the main differences I noticed. So like the French food in New York is good. The Italian food is good. The English food is never good anywhere. Not even in England. In London, they feed you, uh, Indian food. Cause that's the best food you can get in London is, uh, people from out of town going, Hey, look, we heard about the London situation and we want to give you actual food that uh, is tasty. We're from India. And that's how, if you are on the, uh, if you are on the discord, Feel free to chime in, have a chat. Um, yeah, I'm still processing uh, what's going on with my family situation because it's a health situation, a health concern. So we're, uh, we're going to take care of it, you know. <laughs> and Lord knows there's nothing going on here in L.A. 
just the show and I could do the show anywhere. So I might as well do it from New York. Um, but what do you guys think about Elon Musk taking over Twitter? He's going to be a, he's going to be the new Twitter guy. He's going to be the Twitterer. Um, what's he going to do to change it? What do you think? Let me just check my stocks, make sure that the crypto is going up. You know, listen, I'm not going to force crypto onto you, but Elon will, he's going to use Twitter to hype up all the crypto claims. Um, I see you got a couple viewers out there. Thank you for joining us. I'm just talking about random facts, but I did see the movie, Everything Anywhere, All the Time, Every Minute of the Day, or whatever it's called. Uh, one of the things about Everything All the Time, All at Once, Always, uh, whatever the movie's title, I still don't know the title of the movie, but when I watched it, one of the things about it I noticed was uh, it is filmed in a location that I used to work at all the time. Very strange. Uh, in the sense that most of the movie is filmed in that location. It's a building in Simi Valley. And um, they even do a shout out to Simi Valley. And I was like, yep, that is the exact building I am absolutely certain that I filmed at. I've spent many like 14 hour days working there. <laughs> so I've been like, I was looking at that building going, oh, that reminds me of all those days at work. It's a weird, empty office building. There's all these cubicles, so you could just dress them to look like anything. There's just these empty cubicles, empty chairs. On the plus side, I could hide out in one. I could hide out and sit, do my work on my computer. Confuser. That's what I did. So, um, yeah, you know, the movie is pretty good. I think the villain is one of the best villains in the last 20 years. So I really, really recommend that part of the movie. I'm, I wasn't mind blown by it, but it is filmed really well. It's a really good, well-made movie. The story, though, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to tell you, uh, listen, it's not mind-blowingly altering. But, the, you know, the main theme of the movie is important. But the story, listen, we've seen the story before. It's great. Michelle Yeoh is a beast. She's a boss. Um, and one of my favorite things was that uh, the the kid Data, short round, from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, he's in the movie. And he's a fully grown adult human man. And he's, like, excellent in it. He's he's excellent. Michelle Yeoh is excellent. And the villain, uh, they are super duper amazing. <laughs> I kind of think that they are one of the best villains I've ever seen. Uh, honestly, top ten villains of all time. Uh, in everything, all the time, everywhere, all at once. Whatever the movie's called. But uh, definitely one of the top. For me, fight me. Change my mind. I'm re I'm I'm here for it. To use a turn of phrase, I would like to play music in the background, but there's nothing. Nothing's working. Nothing really works here. Um. But yeah, I'm excited to uh, to do this show. The show's actually picking up. I'm ex you know it's I'm I'm hoping to have some guests this week. I'm hoping to have some uh, guests. <laughs> We'll have some guests, but uh, I'm a little frazzled today. Um, our friend Molly might be back. Our friend Molly Densmore, she might be back. We'll see. Um, but, you know, we'll see. I, the, the problem is with having guests on a podcast is I often feel like, why are you going to come on my podcast? Well, you know, but I think this podcast is actually pretty funny, personally. <laughs> But I might be biased. 
But um, I especially enjoy when my friends are, my funny and creative friends are on here, and we could chat with them and uh, and and toss around the the hacky sack of fun. Last night I saw a sketch comedy show at the Pack Theater. It was really funny. There's two teams. One was called like Dreamboat. I forgot what the one was called. Another one's called Whoops. Pack Theater. And I was like, you know what? Got to get back to it. Got to get back to doing all those sketch comedies and all of those uh, live improv shows. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Aristotle Full Throttle will be fully throttled with those with those uh, things. You know, you wonder about what's important in life. You know, you sit there and you go, hey, what's the most important thing in life? It's the people. That's the most important thing in life. What's the most important thing? A Ferrari? No. Who are you going to show that Ferrari to? Yourself? No, you want to show that Ferrari off to the people. The people that are in your life. They want to be like, hey, cool Ferrari. I think you're cool. And that way, you have status. And status is the most important thing. Social status, that is. That's what we say anyway. It reminds me of that episode of Black Mirror with Bryce Dallas Howard, which I could only watch the first 10 minutes of it because I was like, this is really all too real. I can't, I can't handle this is. It's very scary, that episode. It's, uh, let me just give you a short round about it. The, the show, this episode of Black Mirror, everybody has apps on their phone that you could score people's you know, social worth. It's all too real. It feels all too real. And you, and apparently in China, they actually have these apps. So you got to be like behaving a certain way outwardly to your friends and your social circle for, in order for them to uh, rate you highly, which gives you social capital apparently. So you got to be like, I don't know if that encourages people to be a certain way or if it encourages people to be phone. What's the best thing in life? Authenticity? I think authenticity is. Thankfully, you can hear this show, right? You can hear the show loud and clear. Is there any interruption in the audio? Because I would like for you to at least listen to the podcast daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere you can get podcasts and whatnot. But if you listen to the podcast, that helps out the show. It helps support the show. So... And for a couple of weeks, I'll be traveling. I'm going to Portland this weekend, and then I'll be going to New York next week. But I will give you guys the heads up. I will keep in touch from the road, you know. And I realize, I, I've been realizing it's like the Nine Inch Nails song. Every day is exactly the same here in L.A. And I do enjoy doing the show. It's like the thing that is my one of my creative outlets for for the day. You know, I always feel like, well, if you don't have anything to show for the day, then you, you didn't do anything at all, which is very unhealthy. I don't recommend it. But, um, you know, I try, to, I try to connect the dots. I try to grow a little bit each day. I try to connect the thoughts and, and uh, have a through line to the show, which is to constantly try to get better at life and then die, you know? That's pretty much the goal, right? Some people don't care. They just want to just sit there and not do anything. That's not me. I got all this energy. I'm like, what am I going to put it in? I start to feel like one of the tribal elders every now and then. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is probably 
like every now and then, so, you know, you got you're, you get you get to a certain point in life, and you're like, oh, I'm the guy. <laughs> hey, don't. Well, these are things I learned. I'm helping add to the cumulative knowledge of humankind, or not, <laughs> or not. Just kind of hanging out, <laughs> hanging out, chatting. But so it's interesting. The the movie, everything all at once, every you know, all, everything in its right place. Uh, that that movie is kind of about how to be your best self. And that might be today's through line: how to be your best self, live your best life, be the best version of yourself. This might be it. <laughs> they might multiverse. You know what I'm saying? You might have to figure it all out yourself. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when I go back to New York, I could watch uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse. You can watch that one. So, yeah. Um, you know, going back to New York for unfortunate reasons, but hopefully I could uh, be there as a uh, support in some way. One way or another. It's my father's birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. He had a cupcake with a candle in it. And, uh, you know, I'm sure it was delicious. Let us know in the comments below. But everything all at once, all the time, every, everywhere. I think the movie was a little too long. I'm going to criticize it a little bit. I praise it for its acting. I praise it for its stunts. I praise it for its... Um, using a lot of... Uh, it's got a good story. And it uses a lot of low-budget techniques to make the movie seem uh, uh, pretty good. That is to say, they really stretch a dollar on this movie. And they don't need a big budget, but they do a lot of cool stuff because they have really good actors and performers in the movie. Like people who are real genuine martial artists. Like like our friends Michelle Yeoh and... uh, Why can't I learn the guy's name from short round from the Goonies. Man, we love that guy. I was saying that that guy needs to come back and just like act because he's a good actor and he's uh, he's talented and he's got he's a genuine martial artist. He was doing some cool stuff in those movies. And also when he was a kid, he was doing some martial arts in those movies um, that he was in Indiana Jones and, and the Goonies. He's really and he's just he's just a, a really good actor. So he retired from acting for like 25 years and then came back for this movie because he said that he was inspired by the movie Crazy Rich Asians. And I was like, you know what? It This movie that we saw uh, uh, the other day, everything, all the time, everywhere, all this at once, that that movie, um, predominantly, obviously, the cast is Asian, which doesn't... Uh, For minorities in in America to have like a fully minority cast and have that like not that it, not let me let me uh, rephrase that before you come come down at me. I'm trying to say that people people even studios don't want to put money behind minorities. 
even this movie was like low budget. It's A24, but you know, they make really cool movies. So they're known for having these low budget good movies. So they've built a reputation on making low budget good movies. So they said, hey, we're gonna we're gonna back this script. Everything all at once, every time we go to the store. I forget what it's called. Everything every What they do is they really get behind creative people who are doing different things with movies. This movie, though, if you saw it, if you've seen The Matrix, I'm just saying it's very similar to The Matrix, almost exactly like The Matrix. But, but, you know, it's 20 years later. (laughs) So, so there you go. Is definitely better than Matrix Resurrections. Way better. If you've seen everything all the time, everywhere, all at once, let me know how how long it took you to do. Though I gotta say, the movie took almost as long as it would take to see everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, all at all for about thirty minutes too long. You know, I'm just kidding. If you're tuning in, if you never watched the show, I'm joking. You might not like to joke. That's okay. But, you know, don't sit there and come at me with your seriousness and think that that's okay. Not insulting anyone. I'm making fun of a title. I'm saying the movie was long. I'm saying it took me a minute <clears throat> to win it. It's quiet. This is the AM- ASMR part of the show. Yeah, so I'm a little frazzled today. It's worked out really hard. I should probably just go to sleep. (laughs) I should go to bed now. But the movie was good. I saw my friend Megan. You've seen her on the show. Megan's been a friend of the show. We went to her birthday. I went to her birthday party the other day. And uh, that was nice. Nice outdoor setting. In L.A., you got the sun shining. It's finally barbecue weather. I haven't been to a barbecue in years. It's crazy. It's the most human thing. Just people standing around eating. <laughs> that's, that's human. It's very human. Coroptera says, If I go see everything, everywhere, all at once, every day, always, forever, and ever, what is a good acting moment I should pay attention for? Um... Here's what you should pay attention to, which is excellent. Um, let me get the guy's name. I'm going to say his name, and I'm going to learn it. But the guy who plays Short Round as a kid, he's a, he's a national hero. He's a national treasure. We love this guy, um, which is I'm so excited that he's back in acting because this dude is like a treasure. And Michelle Yeoh is a treasure, and it's just it was just like excellent cast, excellent cast. Um Lee, what's his name? Actor is named Hoi Kwan. <clears throat> Ki Hoi Kwan. Ki Hoi Kwan. He is awesome. Now, what you got to look out for is when he changes. There's a change that he does. It's a very, not to give it away, but there are moments which it's very much like... um What's his name? 
What's his name? Green Goblin. Remember when Willem Dafoe turned into Green Goblin, but then he turned back and then he turned into Green Goblin? And then he turns back to, to the, like, to Norman. Turns back to Normie. Like, if you watch him, this dude is seeing his face. His face just changes. It turns, he turns back from one character to another in a moment, and he doesn't do anything but act. There's no special effects or anything. It's just him, like, completely changing posture, changing his face. Everything just changes very instantaneously, and he really, really sells it. And there's moments where he, like, oh, there's a moment where he breaks down and cries, and you're like, oh, my God, this guy's an excellent actor because I believe him. I believe them both. I believe that's the trick to acting, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Pretend it's real. Uh, If I don't believe what then you know that is it's, it's you're you're not doing a service to the story and ki hoi kwan does such excellent service to the story and he, he that's what i think of when i'm acting or doing a voiceover i'm constantly like stepping out of myself and trying to see the whole trying to see the through line trying to see the whole picture. So I, I step out of myself and go, okay, what part of the story am I serving as an actor? Like, what is it? How do I, what do I need to communicate to the person I'm talking to in the scene and make it real? Uh, what, do, what do I need to talk about? How do I need to say this in a way that the story comes across to the viewer? Because that's that's the job of an actor, as they say. Hello, Studio 8H. Welcome to the show. Uh, if you're just joining us, Studio 8H, I found out some unfortunate news. Someone in my family needs a surgery, and so I'm going to be going back to New York and uh, supporting, supporting them. You know. You know, the outlook is good. So far, from what the information we know, and um, but uh, you know, I just want to go back there and be supportive. Be, but I'll do the show from wherever I am. The, also, if you just joined us, my cable broke for my camera, so I'm using my webcam as a backup. So that's why you got the low quality. You got the low quality today. But it's look, it's still jittery. We still got what ten frames per second. Look at this. Actually, don't close your eyes and just listen. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think everything's gonna turn out okay, Studio Eight H. But you, you know, you wanna you wanna spend some quality time with the people you care about, right? That's what it's all about. I think that that's mainly the through line of today. It's just uh, I said it earlier that um, I forgot I forgot what I said earlier. <laughs> Corruptor Asiski, we get a preview of Aristotle Full Throttle eight-part acting workshop series. Yes, uh, part one. <clears throat> Aristotle Full Throttle workshop acting. Let, now, let me tell you. Part one. Pretend it's real. That'll be $500. Now, there's a lot of people that... I just don't think they... Uh, I don't know. Not everybody is good at acting right off the bat. Like even Chris Hemsworth was terrible. 
apparently he was like super terrible when he first started dating. It's just like, you're just stunningly good looking. We need to put you on camera. And that he was just kind of walking around like a big oaf until maybe Thor 2. But like, it takes a time. It takes some time to get better at acting. So uh, it's going to take time. A whole lot of precious time. Is gonna take plenty of time to do it, 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 to do it right. You know what I mean? Here, let's play that game where you say a word and then I'll, 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 it'll instantly remind me of a song and that I'll sing terribly. Corruptorists, can you play? Uh, can I pay you in Monopoly money? Just pretend it's real. <laughs> Ooh, zing. That's a zinger. Yeah, yeah. I'll just act like I could pay for stuff with it. <laughs> I'll try to, like, uh, Jedi mind trick people. No money. You know what I mean? I'll Jedi mind trick you with taking that money. Kihoi Kwan. My favorite. Favorite. He's one of my favorites. He's a great actor. He's played short round. He is in everything all the time, everything at once. And he's so good in that, and uh, he's excellent. And Michelle Kwan is just the boss. She's the boss of the world. And I was waiting and waiting and waiting, and I was, it was very satisfied. Because, you know, she was from Crotch and Tiger's Head and Red Dragons, you know? And it's amazing, that movie. She's dancing on roof to treetops and stuff. She's just, she's just an incredible martial artist. So when you watch her... You're just like, look at this amazing martial arts. She's also in Shang-Chi. She's great. She should be in everything, really. Frankly, she should just be in everything. Hey, Hollywood. You should be in everything. No, it's funny, though, because when I first started, because I'm rearranging flights because I need to get back to New York. When I first got on the call... One of my AirPods was on my phone, and the other AirPod was on the computer. It was cool. I never knew you could do that. Let's see. Ba uh, here's some words coming from Corruptor to remind me of songs. Balance. That's an album by Van Halen. So that's kind of an album. Whack. Um, that's just uh, whack. Let's see. Uh, whack attack. That's a tachycardia. <laughs> you mean like a fast heart rate? <laughs> tachycardia. Tachycardia. Oh, that's my favorite song from the 80s. Uh, it was a later Beach Boys song, and then they came out with Aruba, Jamaica, Ooh, I Want to Take Kokomo. They came out with that right after Tachycardia, which was not as big a hit as Kokomo. And I think my theory is because Uncle Jesse played drums on Kokomo. Corruptorus' song prompt Jelly. What well, is a band called Green Jelly, which sang to Three Little Pigs. But here's the secret. The drummer for Green Jelly is Danny Carey from Tool, and the singer from Green Jelly is is Maynard from Tool. And check this out. They used to be called... But then they, in, in order to not get sued, they changed their name to Green Jelly. Whack. That's whack. Yeah. Whack. Thwack. These songs... But Tachycardia, that was a good one. I, thank you for bringing us Tachycardia. But Brian Wilson's later years. You know, he did smile. <laughs> but he did Tachycardia. Tachycardia. I haven't heard that, that term since 
I, uh, I took a hamster's pulse. Thank you, guys. Not a full throttle. Five days a week. If you have anything to, uh, you know, contribute financially to the show, I appreciate it. <laughs> if you just want to listen to the show as a podcast, that actually helps. I can send you guys stickers too. I've got a store. You go to teespring.com. Teespring, T-E-E, spring.com slash Aristotle Full Throttle. And you can check out my wares. There's, you got like beer mugs and coffee mugs and my mug on a mug and T-shirts with my mug and mug. Ozies, little mugs warm or cold, depending on what beverage you have. I don't have those. I'm, I'm lying. I don't have T-shirts for my mugs, but I do have mugs. So listen, you're getting a deal there. I had to drive around all day today because I was doing like a photo job. I was doing a photo job, which was, it's good. I still have to edit the photos, but, uh, but you know, editing, editing. What are you, what are you doing? How's your money? Um, you know, you never know what's going to happen in any given moment. That's why you know, I try to do the show very religiously. I, I I like to have like a very structured day, and it was you know we're talking about acting and being an actor and doing acting. Thank you for bringing this up, Corruptora. You know, uh, I think that I was talking to my friend who I should have back on the show, Brian Thompson. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get some people on the show this week. It'll be great. Watch what happens. I should really do, like, have guests. Um, he said this. You can't have your identity wrapped up in being a working actor. You can't have, like, your... Unless you're, what, Cole Kidman, you know? You'll never stop working. Unless you're uh, whomever. Unless you're Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks or any of the Tom Hardys. You know, you can... um. You're pretty secure in your career, unless you're Will Smith. But you can't, like, tie your world up into being a working actor. You have to be very, you have to have your own thing going on, you know? And I've got music, and I've got photography, and I've got the show, which is just, you got to keep that going on. And then when you work, it's nice. <clears throat> it's like a nice bonus, to get, a nice bonus creative outlet. And also, you get paid a lot of money, which I like. <sighs> It's also super fun. Every time I'm on set, this is the thing. Every time I'm on set, this, I'm like, this is, I should be here all the time. This is great. It always feels like it's perfect. It always feels like it's supposed to be that way. And then you go home and you're like, yeah, I can't wait till the next one in a year. But you can't, you can't wrap your identity up in it. You can't just say, I'm a working actor. You have to do the best you can when you do act to tell the story because you're a storyteller and uh, that's the main that's the main thing you gotta make sure Coroptera is dishes well dishes the Ghostbusters open up I don't know what that means that's an old joke I remember from the real Ghostbusters cartoon knock knock who's there dishes dishes who dishes the Ghostbusters Coroptera thank you for asking me anything Happy to answer. I'm a little frazzled today. It's Monday. It's Manic Monday. Thanks for joining me. 
Corruptor says, "What period? What's a period in history that you would love to play a character in?" <clears throat> well, you know, it's often I'm asked. It's not often I'm asked this, but when I am asked, "Hey, what time in history would you like to go back to?" And as a brown human, I'm like, "There's no time like the present. There's no other time in history that I should go back to that will it allow me to go back to." That would be better than now. And now is not the greatest. But it's better than ever. <laughs> it really is. Thank you for listening to the show. Because it's there's a lot of uh, frame rate issues. What do you got to do about it? Hey. I saw Adriana. I was at the bar last night. And I saw Drea DiMatteo. She was, she was at the bar. And I was like, that's Adriana from The Sopranos. It was cool. I was like, I could have been like kicking it like New York style. But like, hey, Adriana, how you doing? But I didn't. But that was cool. It's LA. You always see people. But what's a period in history that you'd love to play a character in? I'd love to play Doc Brown in 1985. It's about as far as I'll go back. Honestly. You are dishes. Dishes to Ghostbusters. Boy, am I hungry. So I got to get on the horn, change some flights around. But I will be in New York next Wednesday. I'll be in Portland this weekend. But, um, if you got any, uh, Ask me anything types of types of questions. I I'm happy to answer them. I don't know. I got a lot on my mind. Try not to. Try not to think too much. I get frustrated because there's people who just they're good at not thinking, and I get jealous of that because I I think too much. I think it's because it's um, I'm constantly trying to come up with stuff, you know. And some people don't have that pressure or that need or that want to just come up with something. And I'm like, what do I come up with next? What am I going to do next? What am I going to make next? And I never feel like I um, rest on those laurels, you know? I feel like I um, try to build a mountain of laurels. And I keep, keep going up this mountain of laurels. What's happening in Portland this weekend? I was just getting away, getting away from L.A. for this weekend. And then I found out this news about a family member who is going to need a surgery. So I decided to book a flight from Portland to New York out of uh, at the end of my trip. But also, what's going on is there's a concert. I'm going to go see Royal Blood. If, I don't know if you've ever seen Royal Blood. I've never seen them. I'm excited. They're a really good band. One of my favorite bands to come out of the last 10 years um, I don't know if you know that little girl who plays drums. Oh, they should just hire her to play drums for the Foo Fighters. I feel bad because, you know, you got Taylor Hawkins, but the only person to replace him got to be got to be that little girl. Right. Right. From England. But she said her favorite drummer is the drummer for Royal Blood, which, uh, you know, he's real good. I practice a lot. I practice a lot to his drums and they're solid he's a solid drummer he's real good royal blood was just in minneapolis this past weekend i think says studio 8h well there you go royal blood go on tour tour in the united states i'm excited to see them this weekend though it's 
No time like the present. What's a royal blood song that you hope they play? I hope they play that one. I hope they play um, Trouble Coming. I hope they play Oblivion. I hope they play, uh, let's see, Oblivion's a good song. My Sharona, but it's stellar. It's just crazy good. <laughs> it's really powerful. Check it out on YouTube. Go watch My Sharona by Royal Blood. Good stuff. Of the these last few albums, I think they have three albums, maybe. But when I heard "Out of the Black" like ten years ago for the first time, it was the, it was the only song that they had out. It was one song. They had a single, and I was like, "Dang this!" Song. And it was like a wait. We had to wait for the album. It was like maybe three, four, five months. They were like, "This is gonna come off the new album," and when the album came out, it did not disappoint. It's just an incredible song, uh, and the album is incredible too. So I hope they just rock my face off until it melts into a pile of Aristotle. <laughs> That's gross. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, that's what I hope for myself and for the crowd. I'm just going to watch the drummer. It's a two-piece, by the way. By the way, this band is a two-piece. The singer plays the bass, and he distorts the bass, and it's like, and the drum is like whacking the drums, you know? And it's just two guys. Just two guys running around a stage in Royal Blood. And I can't wait to watch them do it like maniacs. If you're just tuning in, my camera is not the correct camera. This is just my webcam because my camera, this thing broke. This is a mini HDMI that goes plugs into my high definition 4K camera, but it broke. It was kind of wiggly for a week. And I was just kind of like, I'm not going to buy a new plug. I'll just wiggle the thing. I wiggled it too many times today and it broke. It broke right off. I said, well, let me just wiggle that in there. Let me just wiggle that into the. Let me just do that. Let's see if I can wiggle just a little bit like this, you know, if I, if I did that. But nothing, you know. Which is a lesson. Don't wiggle too hard. Wiggle gently into that good night. What are you guys doing this week? What do you got going on? I got nothing. I, I was trying not to wrap myself up into being a working actor. As my f- working actor friend Brian Thompson reminds us. You got to just do your things and be creative and live your life. And just be all. But don't join the army. <laughs> Unless you got... Unless you want to pay for college. Military strength and might. Something really important to a lot of people in America. Even though the United States could blow up the next country like 7,000 times. I think we're good. I think think we don't need to buy any more grenades. I will wiggle as intensely as I please. Well, Corruptora saying that you will wiggle as intensely as you please. I'm just saying, watch out. You might break something off. Don't wiggle too hard. You could, you're liable to like this. Like this, just, I'm just saying you could, you could buff them, buff them to, to nubs. <laughs> I think... In the history of the world, 
Nobody said, I need to buff your protuberances to nubs. I think that's the first, I'm going to make a t-shirt that says that. Because it's the first time ever. So I'm just riffing and rapping with you guys. It's been a long day. And I still still have time after. I might go jam after this. I might go play some music for a little while. But I think I need to eat first. I need to eat and order and get some plane tickets. Uh, get that sorted out and some things. Why does it cost so much money to move tickets around? Why do they like, oh, it's $100 extra. And then you're like, what, for you to press a button? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to cost $100 extra for me to press that button. And I'm like, how about we just take Monopoly money? That's like Ticketmaster. With Ticketmaster, you got to buy tickets. They're like, oh, yeah, those tickets are $3. And then when you go to checkout, it says $117. And you wait, you're like, wait, how did it go from $3 to $117? You help explain this to everybody. And I find it very uh, exorbitant. Their fees. And the fees are just like, oh, yeah, these are just, you know, fee fees. That's a fee fee. Fee fees. We're charging you because we charged you. That's basically what they said. They could just literally just name whatever price they want to stack on top of the ticket price because, you know, they own all the venues also. <laughs> they got you by the by the balls. Corruptorus is a riff and re- the cost of airfare. Um, the cost of airfare? Riff, a rap, a cost of airfare? I got too many tickets, uh, and I just want to run to the thicket because every time I pay the airlines, it is delay, and then I want to get and then it said $17 extra for a window seat, and I said, well, hey, that's something I can't beat. Here's a, here's, drop it. <laughs> drop the beat. <laughs> The pilot said, all right. And then I fall asleep immediately. I th- I off my album about the Wright brothers. I think it was a hundred years ago today that the Wright brothers wasn't wrong about flying. They sure did it. Uh, riff a rap about wiggling. Uh, what is already rap? There's a, you know, I don't. There's so many raps about wiggling. I can't even. I, there's nothing else I could contribute to that category. <laughs> Amazing riff rap. Thank you. There's seven hundred dollar monopoly money. Thank you. Make it rain, please. If it's monopoly money, it's not real. Are you just making it like feign? Make it feign. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that. I definitely couldn't. Fake rain. See? You come here. That's a that's a good t-shirt, right? Make it feign. Someone like faking something. <laughs> come on. Nobody? Hey, Kel to the lead. Look at who it is. If it isn't Kelly. Yeah, that's not working, is it? Spoiling. 
Anyway, hi, Colleen. Uh, Colleen, I've got to go back to New York next week. There's, uh, there's a medical issue in my family that I'm going to go support. Um, Colleen, where have you been? Talking about everything everywhere all at once. And, uh, and I said, that's a lot. That's a lot. Everything? Everywhere? All at once? Sounds like that happened maybe one time. At the Big Bang, you know, right before the Big Bang. That's pretty much a singularity, isn't it? What what have you been up to? Did you see the movie? Colleen, you and Studio 8H are going to be best friends because you both love Saturday Night Live. I don't know how you guys have not already been friends by now. Studio 8H. I should show you Studio 8H's intro, but it's going to mess up because we got nine frames per second. What am I going to... Still bedridden most of the time, but on the mend. Well, mend up. Mendocino. Uh, you just missed it. I was riff-rapping about the Wright brothers. I said, uh, Orville and Kevin Wright, they, was, they wasn't wrong about flight. They got on the plane, and they said, make it rain. But then he was lying, so he said, make it faint. Thank you. Thank you. It's not working. I bet you when I do this show from my laptop, everything will be fine. Everything will be great. It'll be fine. It'll be perfect. Studio 8H. Uh, here, I'm going to try to play the intro. Let's see. It's not working. It's hilarious. You're actually watching Adam Driver SNL clips as we speak. Oh, hello. I'm Adam Driver. Hello. Adam Driver. Speaking of SNL, I saw John Mulaney and the concert this weekend. Full arena, 14,000 for a comedian, says Studio 8H. Wow, John Mulaney, he's great. How did you How did you fare for that entire show? I love John Mulaney. I can only do him in like, like three-minute doses, though. I can only have like three minutes of John Mulaney, and then I got to take a break. Because he's always talking, and he's always got something funny to say, and he never gives you a minute to laugh about the last thing he said. He's great, though. He's a great comedian, an incredible comedian. I just, I just, I get overloaded. I'm like, John Mulaney, slow down. Maybe I'll watch it at half speed. Yes. I can hear clapping and clap along very, every time. Clap along to it. I wish I could play you stuff. But, you know, this is my show, and this is how it go. Unless you send me money. Or you buy a t-shirt or mug. Listen, I will keep the tally going. You could see how much money I'm getting toward the new computer. And this is how much it is right now. Let's take a look, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see. Let's zoom in and see what we're up to. We are up to $16.84. Can can we can we show the camera can the camera zoom in on this please um yeah sixteen dollars eighty four cents we're doing good we're on our way this is the pledge drive for the new computer 
and we're up uh, we're up to about sixteen dollars eighty four cents we're good we're almost there we're almost there maybe I'll go to the public library and steal a computer look I paid for it in some way or another right somebody told me to get a library card someone told me that oh, okay it was a great show sixteen 16- Point eight four will get you the new cable. Yes, that's true. That's true. Actually, you know what I did, Studio 8H? I used my... I have a... gives me points, an Amazon card that gives me points. And each point's like a dollar or whatever. I used my points that I've earned using the credit card. Because, you know, credit card debt, it pays. <laughs> it, it says, here, we're going to kick you back some some few dollars. So I went on Amazon and I bought it and it said, the checkout said 0.00, which is like, you know, the score that John Belushi got on his GPA GPA in Animal House. 0.0. Remember all those old actors from back in the day, all those old faces that we all grew up looking at? Now they're all dead. Uh, Let's see. What's going on, everybody? I was watching last week tonight, which is easy to do. It's on HBO. It's not like seeing everything everywhere all at once. That's tough. That's a tall order. But I was watching that last night, and then they were talking about the movie Air Bud and how most certainly that dog is dead. I think about that when I watch old movies. These people are all dead. Movies are only 120 years old, really. Like that kind of the modern movie experience ish. It's only 120 years old. There's so many other types of ways to, to entertain yourself. The Air Bud rant. Yeah, just call me Airy Bud. But <clears throat> to go back to New York, but I need to go back and support. You got to support your team. You know what I'm saying? Oh, look, I found an earring. I'm going to throw it in the trash. It's in the trash now. Um, also, does this look familiar to anybody out there? Anybody leave this out of my house? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, le- one of these? Can I plug that into my camera? Will that work? Just say, uh, does this look familiar to you? Also, if your license plate is 1684PZD, you left your lights on. Uh, you know, not only am I an announcer, but I'll tell you about the status of your headlights. Sometimes I think high beings, this is Chiroptera talking, and how sometimes I think about higher beings and how they probably have to see everything everywhere all at once omnipotent or whatever and we're lucky to have only experience one moment at a time yeah you ever see that movie the arrival or just arrival it's good you've been looking all over for this studio 8h well what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna ball it up i'm gonna ball it up in a knot and you're gonna go deep because i'm gonna throw it to you all right go deep I can't really throw that deep, so just just do like a button hook. I remember button hook from eighth grade. That's about all of the 
football plays right now. All right. You go long. You ready? Did you catch it? <laughs> I hope it made it to Minneapolis. I'm, I really appreciate you guys hanging in there, even though the, my frame rate is uh, garbage. That's As long as you can hear the show. Uh, Jeremy Renner is actually very good in that movie, in Arrival. Yes, he is. Do you have something against Jeremy, Jeremy Renner killed to the lead? Are you not a Jeremy Renner fan? Are you more of a David Brenner fan than a J- Jeremy Renner? Got it? Okay, good. Thank you. More of a Jeremy... Bruce, Bruce, I'm sorry, Caitlyn Jenner. Um, <clears throat> cool, cool. Everybody, very buddy. You know, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting world. <laughs> when you say that, uh, when Chiroptera says, you know, you you're kind of relieved that there are people. That we don't have to see everything everywhere all at once. Listen, I saw it, the movie, it was good, but you mean literally seeing everything everywhere all at once. Is, it seems like a, seems very difficult to do, but maybe there are beings out there that see that. I don't know. We're just getting a little slice of it, you know. People were just kind of here looking around at things, detecting things with our eyeballs and earballs, and we're like, cool. <laughs> well, that's good enough for me. As long as there's like, avocado toast I could taste in the world. I'm good. I really am. I'm really simple. I'm a simpleton. Studio 8H says, this show feels like stop motion animation being slowly stop motion animated. Yeah. Here, look. Two frames. That would be like very infuriating to not really move me too much though. Corruptor says Jeremy Renner did that fans only app, which turned out to be silly money grab. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. When people do an app, they're like, I'm coming out with my app. That was like 10 years ago. Everybody's like, I'm working on an app. Before that, they were like, I got a startup. You just got to run in the other direction when someone's working on that. Get involved with money. This show though, I could tell you where the money's going to (laughs) go. New computer. We're almost there. $16.84. Let me see if it's changed since I started. $16. Let's see if there's any improvement. Sometimes it goes up. Nope. I'm refreshing. Refresh. Nope. Not yet. But thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, you have any questions? You want to ask me anything? <laughs> and we'll turn it into, and I'll probably give you some facetious or sarcastic answer. Or truthful answer i could do those often some people aren't good at just like saying the things you know being real i don't like those people not that i don't like those people i just don't need to be around them too much unless they just say the real thing that's really in their mind you know because i feel like at certain point when you deal with a lot of bs people people who are like bsers you just say oh you're bsing me you know that I can tell, right? Oh, you don't? That's unfortunate because you're wasting a lot of air. <laughs> when you keep talking, and I know it's all BS, 
This really, you're wasting both of our time right now. All at once. You ever deal with a BSer? And you're just like, oh, here comes some more BS. Okay. All right. Does this usually work for you? Because <laughs> it's, it's really, it's really draining me when you BS me. Um, have you heard Jeremy Renner's music? Good golly. Cult to the lean. I have not heard Jeremy Renner's music, but please don't ever play it around me. Maybe I, maybe I would. Does he sing uh, that song about the Wright brothers? It's two, one and two, two lefts make a right. They're the first in flight. They said go up or down, but don't turn the ship around. I don't know. You know, Michael Jackson, I am not. Yeah, Corruptora, he also had that weird survivalist Amazon store. What? What? Jeremy Renner, did he sell camouflage in it? Corruptora, have you ever eaten anything poisonous? Not just my mom's cooking. Oh! Oh! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> have I ever eaten anything poisonous? Hmm. Probably in like small doses, but not like something that poisoned me to like, uh, nothing that tasted of bitter almonds, you know, like arsenic or old lace. Have I ever eaten anything poisonous? Uh, not on purpose. If that's the question. Have you? And tell us uh, how it tasted. Have I ever eaten anything poisonous? Probably. Probably. Yeah. The answer is yes. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Maybe foxglove. I don't know if you've ever gotten stung by stinging nettles. But those suck too. But they, apparently you could eat them as a as a supplement. Well, what what else do you got? What else you got for me? Hey, ask me anything. I'm happy to answer it. This is so much fun for me. I really do appreciate you guys hanging out with me every day here at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I might go a little earlier with the show so that I can, you know, go outside during the daytime. Because I I do go outside during the day, but then I got to get back for the show and then, I, and then I have other obligations after. So it's kind of, it's difficult to manage now that the world is opening up and cases are slightly on the rise, but not that much on the rise. And deaths due to COVID are going down, which is the correct direction for that. And we're, you know, doing what we can. Just, uh, yeah, you eat microplastics every day. I eat BPAs in my in my water bottles. I don't know if they still make them with BPAs. Uh, here to Dink. Welcome. Apple juice has small traces of poisons. Ooh. Yeah, I believe it. Especially Mott's. Good golly. You ever try that? Mostly when you get juices, like grape juice or like, or, or, or I don't know, uh, ecto cooler. You ever get high C? Look at the back. It's mostly high fructose corn syrup, but it's also apple and or. It's this and or pear juice. Apple and or pear. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. This could be a pear. Could be an apple. Uh, who knows? Rick Ross, is it pears? And Rick Ross is like pears. 
They try to pair apples with pears, which uh, is an unlikely pair. A, a plum and a peach are an unlikely pair. Listen, this show is good for stone fruit people. I, I could keep going. It's probably because I'm starving. I went, I just did a heavy workout right before this because I was like, let me get rid of that anxiety. <laughs> you ever have anxiety? Uh, if you do curls and, and burpees, it'll take care of that for you. Also, you'll be able to do like a hundred of them. I call it Energon. <laughs> this is just how you frame your life. You know what I'm saying? Here to Dink loves high C. Do you like Ecto Cooler? What's your favorite? Am I saying that right? Here to Dink? Here, here to Dink? Dink, Dink. Dink, 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 Dink. Um. Hmm. <laughs> My camera. Uh, Chiroptera wants to know what anxiety is, and for me to describe it. Oh, that's easy. That's like uh, anxiety is um, dread's cousin. Actually, it's Dredd's old, it's older brother. It's existential Dredd's half-brother. <sighs> They're related, see? You say it right. Orange high C forever. Oh, yeah, orange high C. I want some orange high C. That's a good... That just making me get the shakes already, just thinking about it. Yeah, that's... I get sugar crashes. Do you get sugar crashes when you drink high C? And also, I have a serious question. What flavor is Ecto Cooler? What flavor is Ecto Cooler? Does anybody know? Dishes the Ghostbusters. Ecto Cooler. There's nothing cooler. Let me refresh the page. 1684. Still 1684. Just keep listening. <clears throat> anybody else have any... Uh, Insightful and deep questions. Because I... I got a lot on my mind. I got to rebook a flight after this to, to New York. And, um, you know, you got to spend the time with the people you care about. You got to spend the time with the people. With the people. And then you turn them into Soylent Green. Soylent Green is people. That was much more of a terrifying reveal sorry to spoil it then snowpiercer i'm like ew so the green is people l grout l one of my favorite things about there's a movie from like 1969 or whatever 68 uh, 70 uh, or thereabouts it's got charlton heston charlton heston he's got you know i just think of charlton heston when here you'll, you'll appreciate this i like um Phil Hartman's impression of Charlton Heston. That's who I think about when I think of Charlton Heston. Um, but in 1970, he did this movie called Soylent Green, which was a dystopian vision of the future where he plays an officer going around trying to figure out he's a detective, you know, trying to uncover what's going on in the city. And there's a scene where he's driving this super futuristic car. You know, he's driving a super futuristic car. And he's like, hang on, I've got to pull over for a second and call the police chief. And then he gets out. He pulls the super futuristic car over and gets out and gets on a payphone. 
And you're like, well, if only they thought for like three more minutes about maybe having mobile phones in the future. But, you know, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what's going to change the world. You remember watching Soylent Green on Laserdisc Studioid H? That's crazy. Listen, spoiler alert, Soylent Green is people. It's people. What about Soylent Yellow? I do remember that sketch, guys. I do. It's still people. We should stop eating things called Soylent. Corruptora says, tell us about how you feel about Nietzsche's philosophies of individuation. Hi, Big Bobo321. Welcome to the show. Um, Corruptora asks, what do I think about Nietzsche? His philosophies of individuation? Well, you got to, you know, be the master of your own destiny. You know, that's truly when you become self-realized. You decide, this is the world I want to live in. This is my own private Idaho. You want to be all that you could be. As it were, you don't want to sit there and work for the man every day, check, punch that card and figure out, you know, or in any little microcosm that you can. Like I said earlier, this really ties in. Thank you for mentioning this. Do you associate yourself or wrap your identity up in being a, quote, working actor? Or do you do your day the way you want to do your day? Do you live your life the way you want to live your life? And I, I, I happily do, actually. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, it's been going good. <laughs> so far, so good. But uh, i got to wrap it up. I don't know about the ecto cooler stuff, but yeah, sugar gives me those highs and lows. Yeah, I try to, I try to maintain a uh, sugar-free situation unless there's cake. cookies and I mean that in a very cookie monster way C is for cookie and that's good enough for me but you know be the master of your own destiny don't beat a dead horse because then Nietzsche might see you and then freak out and have a nervous breakdown and then come up with all of his philosophies on life which is a true story all right I like your plan, except it sucks, so let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. Yes, I agree. Um, <clears throat> no, no, I know that sounds bad. I imagine you guys can hear that. Well, thank you guys for joining me. This will be available as a podcast tomorrow. Um, we talked about everything everywhere all the once at once for about 30 minutes too long is, a, is the movie title, I think. It was, it was too long. It's a good movie. But it was a little too long. I said that this movie could have been over because I get it. I get where we're going here. We don't have to drag this out. But it was good. Has one of the best villains of movie history, in my opinion. Incredible. Incredible. So good. So watch that movie, and the villain is fantastic. There's some really good themes in the show. There's really good ideas in the movie. Uh, it's, it's good. Except, though, I did Studio 8H. I had worked out of the location i don't know if you've seen everything everywhere all at once but i worked out of that location where they film 85 percent of that movie i used to work for like 14 hour days out of that location so every time i was watching the main office building area and the inside and the outside i knew exactly where they were 
even when they're running around with the raccoon in the alternate universe, they uh, were in the Simi Valley parking lot right across the street from that building. <laughs> there's a there's a parking lot there where I had to fix my iPhone screen one time. But uh, you know, other than that, other than being taken out of the movie because I I um, worked at that location many days, many long long days <laughs> just looking at it gave me a little agita i was like oh i recognized that place immediately i recognized it and they're like yeah and but it's good it's a good movie short round is in it he's incredible michelle yo is incredible the villain is incredible but short round i gotta say this guy hadn't been acting for 25 years and just decided hey i'm gonna get back at it and be awesome at it I hope he gets nominated for an Oscar. Why not? We love him. I think he should be in more movies. He's short round. We need more uh, varied faces in movies. And this guy is doing us a disservice if he doesn't represent, if he doesn't come out and represent um, and be, you know, just a different face, playing different roles that other, you know, generally, let's let's face it, uh, <clears throat> there's like 50 million white dudes <laughs> playing the lead role of almost every movie. And it's just not as common to have a dude of of another of another ethnicity playing a leading role and excellently brilliantly genius this guy was a, is an incredible actor what's he been doing these last couple 25 years what's he been doing maybe he had a stain on his shirt and he was trying to get it out you know listen if you got a stain on your shirt just use a mr clean marker get it out Someone must have told him that 25 years later. Very cool. Haven't seen it. Well, check it out. It's good. Uh, it's not. Look, everybody was like super mind blown about it. But I share Greg Benson's opinion on that movie. It's good. Don't love it. I'm not like, oh, my God, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. I think I'm going to go on a little rant right now. It's, it's almost pedantic and condescending when like a movie like Black Panther comes out, which is really good. It's a really good movie, but when I find I find now, don't get me wrong, but I find a certain part of the population likes to tell me how much they liked Black Panther, and I'm like, oh, I was good, it was pretty good. I liked it. I saw it, but when people are like, "Hey, I really liked Black Panther. I loved it. I thought it was I thought it was one of the greatest movies." All right, because that's like white guilt, right? Or you're like inflating it or like are you uh, uh, giving it extra padding, extra points because. So this movie, a lot of people are like, I think it's the greatest movie I've ever seen, which is good hype for the movie. But it, I would say, I think this is one of the goodest movies I've ever seen. One of the goodest. Uh, it's a good movie. I did not lose my mind about it. There are some incredible shots, incredible images, and some of the ideas, though. Yes, there's a lot of overcompensating that goes on in Studio 8H, and I find it to be a little bit condescending, to be honest. I would like to have a fair discussion about Ava DuVernay's movies, because I think that she's not a good director. <sighs> I think her movies are not great. But, uh, you know, people will say, she's great. And I'm like, but wait, why don't we reward... Uh, black directors who are great, like Steve McQueen. <laughs> you know, like why do we say that, hey, 
Not that Steve McQueen, but Steve, British Steve McQueen. Why don't we say, hey, best picture, 12 Years a Slave, because that movie's incredible. Instead of being like, Ava DuVernay, A Wrinkle in Time, that movie is a mess. But we can't say it. It's, it's weird. It's a tiptoe thing. It's a tiptoe around the thing. And you got to reward excellence. Come on. You have to give opportunity to people who are of the minority, but you also have to reward excellence. So stop. Stop telling me how much you loved Black Panther. I get it. I get what you're saying to me. Um, and I know that it feels good to see a movie where you could be feel represented. I know how good that feels because I did watch Black Panther and I did feel that way. And uh, that's important. And that's good. It's just the point that the movie was such a big, high-budget movie. I think directors of all stripes should be uh, given tons of money also to make crappy movies. That's what I think. <sighs> I think they should all be, you know, there's 95% white dudes. This is not, this is like a statistic. 95% of movies that are Hollywood blockbusters. And I would say out of 90 blockbusters, 90% of them suck. So I'm just saying, just equally distribute the ethnicities making crappy movies. That's all. Everybody should be given an opportunity to suck. Ava DuVernay. Ah, I didn't need to say that. I redact that last uh, jab at Ava DuVernay. She's fine. She's a good director. Should probably get better. Just keep giving her chances over and over again. Like you give people like, uh, I don't know, Yui uh, Bowl or, or <laughs> Rennie Harlan or, or Roland Emmerich. You know, you're giving these guys a job over and over again. Their movies all suck. <laughs> Why don't you so keep giving her money? But I feel like corporations go, oh, well, we gave a black woman $100 million to make a movie, and it wasn't that good. Uh, objectively, it was not that good. So we tried. You never say that about, like, you never say that about people like, I don't know, Christopher Nolan made Tenet. And Tenet did not do well at the movie. And it's very dense. It's a very dense movie. But... You know, he's never going to not work. <laughs> he's Christopher freaking Nolan. Um, I mean, granted, his very first movie is incredible. His second movie's okay. His third movie is really good. His fourth movie, good. His fifth movie, I've seen them all in the theater, except for uh, Tenet, on account of, you know, the apocalypse. So much for getting you an acting gig for Ava. Listen, Ava DuVernay, if you're hiring, I would love to be in your next crappy movie. I can do whatever you need me to do. I'll do this one. I'll do that one. I'll rap about the Wright Brothers in, in the best way possible. Ava DuVernay, hire me. Was that convincing? <laughs> I will rap. I won't be wrong. If the Wright Brothers... Uh, yeah, why does it feel so, if they're wrong, why do they so feel so right? Anyway, that's how I feel about things. Um, it's going to be a crazy week. It's been a busy day. I still got a lot of work to do today and, uh, I'll be working on that. Thank you guys for joining. I... 
if you've got any roles that you would like me to be in or eat, um, <laughs> um, I'm open for all roles. I think my own movie, right? Let's make a movie. We'll we'll procedurally generate the movie. <laughs> and it'll be called Black Panther. All right. Thank you guys for joining me. Have a wonderful day. You're beautiful. I love you. Please subscribe. Please like the video. And please go gently into that debate. And remember, be the master of your own density. Let them know. And I thought I could probably go with the bow and the nose. That's my new outro. Bye. I'm Eric full throttle. Bye. I said, this is my new intro. You couldn't hear me? Was this too much clapping? Yeah. It didn't duck the... I said, this is my new outro. I, I, I say... I'm Aristotle Full Throttle. Bye. What do you think? Just trying it out. Thank you for watching Aristotle Full Throttle. Bye. Okay, goodbye.